What's up guys, this is Alexis. Hey, what's going on? This is Ryan. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Life Podcast. Last week, we covered the beginning and the fall of Adam and Eve, and today we're doing part two, and we're going to be talking about what took place once Adam and Eve were evicted from the Garden of Eden. Exactly, and we want to be able to give you guys a background story of how things came to be after they got kicked out and how life started to crumble beneath their feet. And basically, uh, in that same instance, how God still redeemed them and gave a plan for us to save our lives. Right, so thank you for tuning in and let's get started. Check it out. Okay, let's let's go ahead and jump out of the mystery van and go into this uh, this Cain and Abel deceit and murder. <laughs> Yep, so now I'm going to go into the story of Cain and Abel. So we know that Cain and Abel were children of Adam and Eve, and of course there might have been uh, more children, but this is an account of Cain and Abel and how Cain killed Abel in a deceitful, terrible murder. So Cain and Abel are both doing labor thanks to the first sin of their parents, Adam and Eve. And one day Cain just happened to bring some of the fruits of his soil as an offering to God. And Abel also brought an offering also, which were fat portions from the firstborn of his flock. Right. Yep. And so because of that, so we see here that God accepted one offering, but didn't accept the other offering. So God accepted Abel's offering, which is the best of the flock. He, you know, his best, he presented his best to God, mm-hmm. which is why God accepted it. Right. And then because... Cain presented not the best. He presented, you know, just kind of didn't really put his effort into it. God didn't accept it. Mm-hmm. So God asked Cain, "Why you look angry and why you so look? Why you look so resentful?" Mm-hmm. And that's when Cain was angry and decided to go ahead and kill his brother because he was angry. But God warned him. He did. Yeah, he actually warned Cain about giving in to the anger. And we know which ultimately led to the sin of murder. Right. And we see in chapter 4, verse 8, how it says how Cain actually went up to his brother Abel in the field and decided to kill him. Right. So it was deliberate. You know, that's what makes it terrible, too. Like, not only was it a murder, it was actually, it was premeditated. Like, he already was planning to once he asked him to come out to the field. Right. And, and again, let, let's go ahead and jump out the mystery man again because... <laughs> Because Cain is hiding from God. Right, he's hiding from God. Let's <laughs> yeah. see how that works. Right, and and, and, and God is like, okay, like, where, where's your brother at, bro? Like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for him. And then, you know, Cain is like, like am I bro- my brother's keeper? Like, you actually are. <laughs> but he asked, like, you know, I'm not. You know, yeah. I, I don't know yet. Yeah, he, he, he basically lied. And that, that you know, it kind of gives you a look at how one sin can lead to another. Right. It's the sin of lying and right. the first sin of murder. And now he's lying about it. Right. And God warned before, you know, you know, don't give in to your anger because that leads to sin. And he ended up giving into it and he brought about pain and more sorrow, sorrow to himself. Right. And it's just crazy because what God said, he said, sin is crouching at your door it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Right, and and that's basically what we do have to do in our lives as well. Because mm-hmm. the example of how we should live our lives and how we should not give in to sin, because sin can actually lead to a worse problem that could lead to death. Because all sin leads to death. Right. But we want to go ahead and resist that sin. Right. You have the the enemy is always you know trying to take a chance to get you to sin to get you to do what's wrong. God gave him a punishment. He says you'll be cursed seven times more. So God cast him out and then cast him out of God's presence. He also says that whoever kills Cain will have seven times worse of a curse upon his life. 
So because of that, God decided to cast him out. God said you're going to be a vagabond of the earth, and you're going to have to. Basically, you're going to have to work, and people are going to be after you. Right, and you know, and Cain was saying that that punishment was more than he can bear, and it's and it's kind of crazy because. He was more, he had self-pity for like the punishment that he had to endure, but he had no remorse for what he had done to his brother. Right. And the then sin he committed. And it also it says that God marked him, marked Cain, so anyone who finds him would not kill him because they'll be cursed seven times more whoever kills Cain. Mm-hmm. And that, that's basically, again, that's an example of how your sin can lead to, you know, pain upon yourself and sorrow upon yourself. You know, if you sin... You know, you just you give giving yourself more pains and sorrows that you really don't need. Right. And if you look at Cain's sin, like all of the emotions that went along with his sin and his decision was anger, jealousy, deception, and murder. Right. Yeah, some uh, dreadful sins there, you know, yeah. that no one should be involved with. Yeah, um, I would say this story, this is one of the first stories of actual how murder came across and how it actually transpired. And we actually have a uh, guy actually tried to warn him. And that that's what he does in our lives when, we, when we're going through stuff that we shouldn't be involved with. He tries to warn us about giving us signs or, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Or maybe you should stay away from this or, you know, you know, relax. You know, you know he gives us signs. But then if we ignore those signs, it can get worse for us. And actually it can turn out to uh, worse more pain and sorrow for us. Also, we see how sin brings upon shame. Like how God told Cain that Abel's blood was seeking up, seeking revenge, him crying out from the ground. Yeah. So also we see that from Cain's sin, he was cast out, and now Cain's uh, Cain's family has a whole line of sin that just start to just trickle down from him. Um, we see how it just got worse throughout the years, and how. Uh, son after son and wife and how went down the line how it became more and more wicked meant more meant wicked and just deceitful and then man began to multiply on the earth and we see how the line of man became more wicked and wicked uh so now we're going to go into the wickedness of the world and how things just got worse so chapter 6 verse 5 says the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. Man, that must have been like terrible. terrible. I mean, I mean, we evil now, but I'm saying this continuous thoughts process, just this evil all the time uh, must have been a really just nasty, nasty process. Now, so the men used to live, I mean, long times here. We're talking about... 900 years, 800 years, 700 years. Like, 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 can you imagine living that long upon the earth? Yeah, that's a very long time. I mean, we barely see people living like 80 and, you know, right. 90 now, you know. It's can a, you imagine it's a, 900? That's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, crazy. But I'm saying, like, so we see that Adam and Adam lived 930 years. Noah lived uh, 950 years. We see uh, Shem live 600 years. So, and then uh, down the line, it, it starts to trickle down. So we see we we see somebody named um, Eber live four hundred sixty years, and that's down the line between from Noah from I'm sorry from Adam all the way down to Joseph. 
it, we, we even see Abraham lived 175 years. So and, and then Jacob lived 145 years and then Joseph lived 110 years. So we see that it's trickling down throughout the years because men became so sinful that God said, you know what? You know what? Now I'm going to decrease you guys age. You're not going to live any long. So we, we see in the verse uh, chapter six and verse um, verse five, it says that. Lord saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intent was evil. So he says that the Lord was sorry that he ever made man and he was grieved in his heart. Wow. Yeah, so that, that's terrible. If, if, you know, the creator is very, he was grieved in his heart. And also, that's, that's another reference of how we're made in his image. Right. You know, it's, it's crazy, you know, because God has feelings too. And I think a lot of people don't realize that God has feelings and you know, and all this sin and wickedness were going was going on. It was really, you know, disappointing, and it just he, God's heart was really troubled by all the sin that was taking place and all the wickedness that was taking place in the world. Right. Okay. Yep. So then he also says that uh, he's, he's it says that in verse chapter six, verse three, it says the Lord God said, "My spirit shall not always strive with." man forever that he show he is indeed flesh and yet he shall live 120 years so basically god is decreasing the years now of the age so you no longer live 900 years no more not 800 but 120 years adding to the wickedness of the world we also see that, that the sons of god came down and added to the sin as well now it says in chapter 6 verse 2 that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, for whoever they chose. So basically, we know that the sons of God can't be the sons of man. So sons of God reference to the angels, and then we saw we see that the daughters of man, which is obviously the daughters of humans. So we see that the angels came down and made it with the daughters of man. Now we see there's a, a big sin on the angels' part. Um, and actually, uh, that's some more in depth. Uh, we, you actually can go to Revelations and see that how they reference the angels who were chained up because of this sin. Um, also in Jude as well, in the book of Jude in the Bible. Uh, but that that's something we might go into later in our series here. But also, if you want to get more in depth into the angels and how they came down and sinned with the daughters of mankind, you can go ahead and look up the book of Enoch. Now, Enoch is not in the book of the Bible, but Enoch is referenced inside of the Bible here. It's not in the book of the Bible because it's not really referenced here, but it is meaningful and useful for uh, reading. Uh, but also, so going further into the destruction, we see how God was willing to destroy every living thing. Now, isn't that crazy how God wants to destroy every living thing? And I'm talking about just obliterate everything because the man was so wicked. Yeah, like he just, he wanted to get rid of everything because the world had just con turned completely like terrible right and then he, it says in chapter 6 verse 6 it says that the lord god was sorry he ever made man and was grieved over his heart like we said before how he was just grieved over his heart because we know he's he he uh he has feelings here and it says also in verse 7 that i will destroy man from the from the face of the earth both the man and the beast and the creepy thing and the birds of the air and i was sorry that ever i ever made them Wow. Wow. Yep. Really deep. <laughs> yep. And so that was crazy here. So, but we, we also see that God has grace here because it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So basically, uh, we see how the wickedness of the world, but we saw how Noah was a righteous man and how God 
was willing to save mankind because of him. And uh, now we're going to go ahead and go into Noah and the New Covenant. So Noah, a righteous man, um, so righteous that he was, he and his family were chosen by God to be the surviving humans of the race. Right. Okay. Yep. And see that Noah pleased God and that Noah with his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephus. So that he was pleasing unto God. So God allowed to spare him. We also see how God is an ar architect. And how he decided to save them with a ark, which is a you know a very large boat, you know. Um, and actually, he tells how he God wants him to build it. He wants to be able to go for wood and with many rooms. And yeah. also, this his ark is going to be able to cover the animals of the uh, of the of the earth. So mm -hmm. basically, male and female of uh, of animals, each of, each of their kind of the animals there. Mm -hmm. And basically, from this instance. God is going to flood the earth. So flood the earth, wow. <laughs> I'm talking higher than the mountains. Like uh, just, complete, just completely flooding the entire earth. Complete flooding the earth means killing everything on the earth. I'm because about, everything has gotten so wicked. So wicked. Chapter 6, we, we see how in verse 17 it says, And behold, I myself am bringing a flood waters on the earth and will destroy uh, from under the heavens all flesh which breathes on the earth. So, man, God is just, he's just going to destroy everything here. And he says in verse 18, But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, and you and your sons, your wives, your sons' wives with you, and every living flesh that brings upon the uh, the earth here. So, basically, God is, is going to create a new covenant with him. He's going to save him. Put him on the ark, you know what I'm saying? Here mm -hmm. you go, Noah, you know, I'm going to save you from all this trouble I'm about to bring on earth because you've been you've been righteous, you've been you've been obeying me, you've been, you know what I'm saying, you've been staying faithful faithful to me. So God is going to build a new covenant with him and it's going to establish his new bloodline, which, which we know the bloodline of Jesus Christ is going to be able to come through and still redeem mankind. Mm -hmm. So so we know that uh, God is doing this to save the bloodline, so be able to um, bring Jesus Christ to that bloodline. And we know that, the sons of God came down and made it with the daughters of man. So because of that, they were corrupted the bloodline, which um, we know that that was an abomination of the creation of God because they were never meant to mate with mankind. Um, and that's why God wants to cut off the flood and, and have a new start. Mm -hmm. The fresh start with the human race. Right. And then also, so we, we just see how... how how God saved them and how God put them on the water and how God started to fill up the waters and he, he allowed the the rain to rain for 40 days and 40 nights upon the earth and also just allowing that to, to, to come on earth. I mean, can you imagine it raining for 40 days and 40 nights straight? That's crazy. I'm talking about like this nonstop rain coming down and that's that must have been scary. I mean, just knowing that it's going to fill up and you have nowhere to go. I'm talking about the mountains. I'm talking about the mountaintops will, will cover it. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. I'm talking the mountaintops will cover it. I'm talking about, like, that's crazy. I can imagine how tall that, wow. It's crazy to imagine. Like, he, like he, can you imagine? It says that the rain poured down from heaven. Like, he, 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 allowed, he allowed the rain pour down from heaven and underneath the earth. Just water just flooding in everywhere. And talking about just... Just, just killing everything, and just, just, just know that you are, you are doomed, and it's been a just terrible feeling. Yeah, it says every living thing that moved on land perished. 
Wow. <laughs> Every living thing. And uh, from from that, we, we know that um, God went ahead and sent out a dove. And um, from the dove, he, he went out and sent a dove from the, because the ark had a, it had a window in it. So he sent out mm-hmm. a dove from the ark to be able to test to see if the dove would be able to land on a, like a, a bush. Mm-hmm. But, and if the dove came back, then the earth was still flooded and there was nowhere to land. Mm-hmm. So he t- he did about test a couple times there on the earth uh, to see if the, the dove would come back. And then, you know, eventually the dove didn't come back. And we know the, the, the land began to uh, decrease in water because God stopped the floodwaters from coming in. So notice... Once the ark landed and all of the animals began to come off the boat, uh, once the dove had landed and didn't come back to the boat there after being sent out, we noticed that Noah and his family began to come off the ark and be able to um, come off the land. And we know that once it, once it landed, and it says in verse 8 of chapter 20, it says that Noah built the altar to the Lord and took every clean animal and every clean bird and offered up an offering to God. So basically he offered... Uh, every of every animal, so that's that's a lot of animals and a lot yeah. of birds. Uh, of course, we know that that all the animals you see now on the earth were all on the ark. So as that was a lot of offering he was doing, just basically yeah. just thanking God for saving them and you know for not for not for not killing them off as well. And of course, we, we see how uh, we see in verse twenty one how it says how God was God was he was he was um he was grateful with the. Uh, aroma that he, that was sent up by, uh, by the offering he gave, and it says, and verse twenty one says, "I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor again will I destroy every living thing I, like like I have done." So God says that he's never he, he was going to stop to cur- cursing the land, and also he was going to be able to uh, bless them to be able to multiply. And also that bloodline was going to be able to be blessed by Noah. So so he started over with Noah, giving him a new covenant to be able to help him to, again, start again and, and start this thing over again from all the corruption that happened before. Yep. And so... And God actually, you know, the rainbow signifies that, you know, God's promise to never flood the earth again. That's why you see a rainbow sometimes after it rains. Exactly. So the rainbow signifies that God will never flood the earth again. If you want to read on the rainbow, that's going to be in chapter 9, verse 11 through 15, where it says that God uh, has remembered his promise. Every time you see a rainbow in the sky, uh, after after it rains, you see a rainbow in the cloud, you know, multiple colors there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and God remembers his promise to mankind and creation that he will never flood the earth again. So it's, that's, that's, so that's the real... Reason for a rainbow, um, unless if you, that you've that you've seen is is not the reason. <laughs> uh, but yep, definitely it's a promise of God that He never thought the earth again. Every time, I mean, obviously you see it every time every time it rains, you see a rainbow. So it's obviously a significant reason that you see it after it rains. Now we see with Noah, new hope and promise of man. You know, he was basically the restart of the human race. Right, basically the whole earth was destroyed already by water, and Noah, since he was a righteous man, he was able to be saved and start over again with that a new bloodline, which we know that Jesus came through eventually. Therefore, because it was all planned by God. Before we end off today, I want to thank you guys for listening, and I want to give a word of encouragement. I have a scripture for you guys. It's about the Book of Life. Mm-hmm. about the everlasting life. Once, once your name gets written to that book, you're automatically in the seat 
of heaven be be welcomed in to heaven in God's grace and everlasting eternity with God. Mm-hmm. So I have a scripture for you guys. It's going to be Revelation chapter three, verse five. It says, "He that overcometh the same shall he be clothed in white remnant, and I will not blow his blow his name out the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and all of his angels." Wow. Yeah. Good so scripture. good scripture. Yeah. So um, it's 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 a promise. To those who follow God's will for that for their life, uh, do His will, and remember that to seek God's face and to always pray to Him and always make sure you're repenting every day. Don't forget repenting because that's very important. Just to keep uh, keep clean God, keep keep clean that that clear blameless spot in His mm-hmm. eye. You want to be blameless in God's eyes. Um, mm-hmm. And make sure also repent of your sins also and repent of when you when you don't obey Him because that's very important as well. Uh, but we want to encourage you guys to keep seeking the face. And, of course, we're all human, so we're all getting better and, and better each day. Right. But uh, we want to thank you guys. Right. And our song of the week is I'm in the Midst by Fred Hammond. So go check it out. So let's go into this week's prayer. Lord Father, we thank you right now for helping us to be able to increase in your word and your knowledge, Father. We thank you that you, what we received today and please let us to be able to grow in your word and always be humble to be able to be learned and be, be, be teachable, Father, about your word, Father, and about your spirit and how to progress in your name. You know, Father, we thank you for letting us be able to bless others and help them to decrease in words we give off, Father, and we help them to be able to uh, bless others and, and help us to be able to spread the word throughout the earth, Father, and just teach others all about your name and let, uh, let, let the words of our mouth be able to help the others and just seek your face and, and bring new people into the kingdom. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today, and we will be back next week with some great topics. Great topics. Uh, stay tuned and check it out. All right, have a good week, guys.